1: Welcome to the final part of our month-long self-love mini-series and to what might be the most controversial
2: practice that we have ever tested on the show. Might be, uh, is, categorically is, take a deep breath, clubbers, and keep an open mind if you can. As this week, we are shamelessly testing out vabbing. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon, and this is Self-Care Club. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women.
1: Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report
2: back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. are the proud owner of a
1: vagina you will know that it produces a lot of useful secretions these secretions keep it healthy and lubricated they're helpful for comfortable intercourse and they can be used as an indicator to keep track of where you are in your menstrual cycle but what if we told you there was another use for your vaginal fluids that they can make you feel sexy or even attract a potential partner welcome to the world of vabbing
2: This is like your idea of heaven this week, isn't it, Lauren? Yeah. What the hell is vabbing? We hear you ask nervously. Yes, I've been asking myself the same thing, Clubbers. Vabbing, that's a word that combines vagina and dabbing. Refers to dabbing your vaginal fluid on your body as if they're droplets of perfume and it's thought to make you more attractive to others. Just like with perfume, you usually dab on pressure points like behind your ears and on your wrists. The idea is that vabbing attracts potential partners because vaginal secretions contain pheromones.
1: It's hard to say exactly when the vabbing trend originated, although it can be argued that humans have been using pheromones to attract a mate since the dawn of time. But it became quite topical in 2019 after sexologist and author Shan Boudrum shared that she vabs before a night out. It was also discussed on the Secret Keepers Club podcast where comedians Emma Willman and Carly Aquilo shared their experience with it, which was really positive and it worked. Although the trend has what you, been... Des- what do you mean it worked? It had the desired effect. Which was? The attraction of male attention, actually, and female attention. But I mean, you've got to want to attract male attention. Yeah. Well, they did. They were going out to a club. Although the trend has been discussed on social media and in a few mainstream publications, there is nothing suggesting that
2: it is a widespread trend yet. Of course, it's not a widespread trend. It's, of course, it's not. You think this is going to be a widespread trend? Yeah. You hoping, or you actually think this is going to be like a proper trend? Everyone's going to be doing it on TikTok. It's going to be a whole thing after this podcast. is going to
1: hashtag vabbing.
2: Ah, my god! And then the podcast will only be known for vabbing, and I will just want to shoot myself. Sean's story gained traction thanks to the introduction of the word vabbing, which was only added to Urban Dictionary in 2019. I'm amazed it's added anywhere in any dictionary. In a video she uploaded to YouTube, sex educator Sean pointed out that the term. Pheromone is derived from the Greek word ferrine, meaning to transfer, and hormon, meaning to excite. Thus, pheromones transfer excitement. She says pheromones are chemical molecules released to trigger hormonal changes and elicit behavioral responses from Others, these signaling molecules are contained in body fluids such as genital secretions. She noted that in the 19th century, men would take their handkerchiefs and put them under their armpits for an entire day so the fabric would become drenched in their natural smell. That's fucking gross. Throughout the day, if they saw someone they fancied, they would take that handkerchief, soaked in their pheromones and lightly dust someone or wipe the sweat off their face. Oh why would that get you a partner? That is vile. It works. No, it doesn't.
1: Yes, it does.
2: You're telling me if Ollie had a tissue on his armpit all day and then came home and wiped it on your face. <laughs> you, you'd like that, would you?
1: This was the days before deodorant. So
2: Even worse. Even worse. I'm telling you, that is that is not a thing. By doing that, they would be transferring their pheromones to them, transferring that excitement and making that person drawn to them through their raw human scent. Using that premise, Sean said that she had been using her own bodily fluids as perfume for the past 10 years, researching as to whether it really draws others in.
1: In her book, The Game of Desire, the LA-based sexologist also detailed an experiment wherein four women struggling to make the kind of connections they were proud of went to Soho House to test out vabbing for themselves. Where else would you test it
2: out? It's a classic. You could only go to Soho Literally.
1: House. For the first half of the night, the women will strike up casual conversations. Then after successfully connecting with two strangers, the group will head to the bathroom to apply their own vaginal fluid to their neck, chest and wrists, Shan explained. They will then circulate the bar a second time and spark new conversations whilst noting if there's any visible difference between their interactions. In her own experience, Shan said she's gotten mixed results from vabbing, sometimes great and sometimes... sometimes. Sometimes nothing at all. She said it's all about getting a little boost of confidence in a similar vein to a woman spritzing herself with an uplifting perfume or body spray. She also noted that it simply may not be some people's cup of tea, Nicole Goodman,
2: to try it out. (laughs) Also, sometimes you could go to a bar and you could attract people and sometimes not. If you're wearing a great outfit, it's the same thing. It's just how you feel in yourself and what you are exuding. You do not need to rub yourself all over yourself in order to do this. Sorry, you don't. Thoughts? I disagree. Oh, you're going to have the most annoying week. It's going to be the most annoying week. if you have got a really annoying week to tell me about? No! No? Have you not had like horny 19-year-olds rubbing themselves on you all week? Have you really? You haven't. Have you really? Oh, I can't wait to hear. In the excerpt, one woman said that she had noticed people leaning extra close, but noted that could have been due to the noise in the bar. Really? During the process, another guinea pig was inspired by her newfound confidence to go and see a guy she was interested in. In conclusion, Sean said that every time she uses the technique, she personally feels like an enchanted goddess. Okay, well, good for her. Vaginal fluids, especially around ovulation, but really anytime you want to feel an extra boost of confidence, can serve as a love potion, she says in her book. Regardless of if vaginal pheromones truly make a person irresistible or not, the fact that you think it does will cause you to act in a bolder, more confident manner. Sean is also very keen to dispel the myth that our vaginas are dirty. We are conditioned by capitalism to believe that our bodies are filthy and indeed in need of mass overcorrection with topical products. This is not truth. However, if your body odour is truly repulsive, this is your body's way of communicating that something is off. Maybe you need a checkup. Mm-hmm. So... What are the benefits of vabbing? Well,
1: the idea that your vaginal secretions contain pheromones, which make you attractive to potential partners. So some women say that vabbing can feel empowering and sexy in and of itself. You may not be surprised to hear that no formal research has been conducted on vabbing, But it is undeniable that pheromones do play a role in mating behaviour, although as most studies have been done on animals, there's not a lot of research into how they affect human mating behaviour. A 2012 review looked at whether pheromones affect human reproduction and arousal. It concluded, Although there are studies to support this phenomenon, they are weak because they were not controlled. Others have proposed that human olfactory communication is able to perceive certain pheromones that may play a role in behavioural as well as reproductive biology. Anecdotally, sex writers and sexologists have shared that it works for them. This might be down to pheromones, but it could also be a placebo effect. If you feel it works, you might project confidence, which in turn might make you more attractive to others. Thoughts? Can I just say, I watched an amazing documentary a long time ago. It wasn't about vabbing, but it was about dating. And instead of the standardized speed dating, what they did is they got men to wear the same t-shirt for three days. They took And they were all plain white t-shirts. They took all the t-shirts, they put them into like a huge test tube. All the men came to this... uh, warehouse and the women came too. and the women had to walk around the room open up each tube sniff it and then write down if they were attracted to the scent and then they matched the couples down to how they
2: were attracted to their smell I actually have a very strong sense of smell so do I very strong yeah ever since I've had my babies And sometimes it can be quite overwhelming how much I can smell someone. Mm. And sometimes it's nice, but often not. Mm. So I I do understand that this can trigger all types of feelings and desires towards someone else just from scent alone. Mm. But it doesn't excuse the fact that you're still literally sticking your hand down your trousers and wiping yourself I I, I can't I just I can't I just I can't get my head around what the fucking point is but you know that it's not just if you're attracted
1: to the scent it's actually a biological thing apparently if you are attracted to that scent if the scent of another person draws you into them it's a biological thing it's about reproduction it means that biology is telling you you're going to make good and healthy kids even if you don't want kids even if that's not part of your
2: life plan biology works that way and apparently that's what it's about now I do get it I do get it, but this is much more for a single person, isn't it? Yeah, I I mean, I'm not in a position where I need to go out and, like I said, attract a horny 20-year-old in a nightclub on a Saturday night. Like, that is just not how I'm living my life and not what I'm doing. So I'm coming at this from a 44-year-old married woman, mother of two, and for me it's like, really? Do I really need to be doing this? Like, I get it if you're young and single.
1: I am also the same age, also married, also a mother of three. And I just think it's a fascinating experiment. And I also think we should test this shit out because why not be paving the way for maybe some women who feel terrified to do this, but they do
2: want to attract a mate. And here we are testing this shit out. Oh, come on. Enough with the procrastinating. Just tell everybody how we're going to do this and what we did. And if they really want to try it, this is what they need to do.
1: Okay, firstly, and hopefully, obviously, wash your hands. (laughs) Insert a finger or two fingers.
2: Oh, I can't bear it. I can't bear it. it? What's wrong? Stop
1: it. it. Oh, my God. Insert a finger or two fingers into your vagina and then dab the moisture on your pressure points. This could be on your neck, behind your ears or on your wrists.
2: Wash your hands again and then you're good to go. Look, we have a male editor... Okay, we have to send this over to him and he has to sit and listen to this just, poor guy on his own with all the, what we've been doing this with. I'm just, I'm mortified. You
1: are just continuing the myth that there's something wrong with vaginas, that they're bad, they're dirty, they're naughty, they're wrong, they're disgusting. I don't think
2: they're naughty, I don't think they're wrong, I don't think they're bad, I don't think they're disgusting, I don't think any of that. I just don't think you need to smear it all over your fucking face.
1: Well, there are other things you can do.
2: If you're not up for vabbing like me but want a similar effect there are many pheromone products out there including sprays pills and creams. These products are often quite costly and while these products might make you feel sexy and more confident there's nothing that suggests they're anything more than an expensive placebo. (laughs) Real vabbing is for free. And we love a free practice at Self Care Club don't we? i think you're taking it a bit far you're taking it a bit you've taken the piss with this come on you have you have I taken haven't. the piss. you have you have you have how long have i wanted to do this practice for ever ever since we started and how long have you been resisting it
1: for? ever since we started
2: <laughs> anyway here we are here we are doing it so come on let's hear about your week
1: well, I want to know firstly, because you, you you're very upset this week. I am upset and I'm normally the open minded one I, in the relationship And didn't we have this whole conversation? Oh, whenever I set the practice, you're very close minded, you don't like the practice. Well, you really, really don't like the practice. You're very close minded about I mean, it. I mean, I ask you
2: to like not people please, or to learn to say fucking no, or to, you know, I, I do things that grow your mind and yourself emotionally. I'm not asking you to stick your vaginal secretions all over your fucking face. Okay. Let's just dig a little deeper into
1: this obviously I don't even need to ask you how you were feeling going into this week obviously unhappy (laughs) yes
2: you are sharp as a razor you really are
1: what specifically were you unhappy about
2: that people would find out and it, it wasn't actually doing it it's the releasing of this show
1: okay so to just clarify you are not disgusted by your own vagina the thought of, not at all. Okay. The thought of physically doing it was not awful. It was no, because nobody needs to know about okay, it. Okay. But now, about forty thousand people a month will know that that you've done it.
2: Okay. Including my mother, including my father, including your mother, including a lot of my friends' mothers. Like I, this is this is just a step. It's very exposing. And I'm very open, but this is a step too far. Not
1: only are you open, you're all about women empowering themselves. And isn't this just an incredibly empowering practice? If you
2: find it empowering, it's amazing. How did you feel going into the week?
1: Really curious and quite like naughty. You're annoying me.
2: You're annoying me with this. You're annoying me because you're like... Like the cat that's got the cream. No, because
1: there's just a bit of me, a small bit of me, that actually really likes sometimes being a bit naughty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this tapped into that.
2: Who's going to go first? I, I need you, to hear, I, no, no, I need, I need to hear your week oh. because I feel like mine will be quite disappointing. I did do it. It wasn't, it wasn't like the butthole signing. I did do it, but I feel like you've probably had much more results than I had. Okay, I'll play your voice note. You may be a bit
1: surprised. It's December. I'm still trying to convince Nicole Goodman to do a week of vabbing. She is very reluctant. She's been reluctant for like a year to do this practice. But I just know in my bones it's going to happen one day. It's just going to happen. So we are actually going out for dinner tonight, Nicole and I, not with our husbands, but with two other people. And so I am going to do a stealth vab. I'm basically going to just do the practice now while she's totally unsuspecting. And it's a true like blind study because if anything happens there's no bias because she won't have any idea that I'm doing the practice so off I go to
2: the restaurant and let's see if anything happens ah I know exactly what night you're talking about I know exactly what night you're talking about was that the night when the concierge was like literally fluttering around you all night yeah
1: no oh my god So we go to this restaurant. There's four of us coming. I am the first person to arrive. I have vabbed. And I sit down at the table and the manager comes up to me to bring me a drinks menu and then just kind of won't leave me alone. (laughs) And then someone else arrives and then you arrived and then the fourth person arrived. And about, I don't know, 20 minutes into it, you all noticed. You noticed first. You were like, what is going on here? <laughs> did you get hit early? I said, yeah, I got hit first. She was like, why?
2: You were like, what? What's going on? Is there something going on? Between- he was. It was like he was just sniffing around. You really had his attention. You no, really did. I really did. You, and you noticed, and I didn't say a word to you. No, no. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. So, oh my God. So do you think it was the actual vabbing? Or do you think it was the confidence that you'd done something naughty? Like, what do you think it was? Honestly, I don't know because
1: I I went into it expecting absolutely nothing. But you were like, "Oh my god, what is going on? You're blushing. What is going on here?" And I couldn't tell you because I didn't want to tell the other two people at the table what I'd done.
2: But you were like, "I think you were onto it." I thought you were onto it. I I did have suspicions, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to know. <laughs> I didn't want to fucking know because I knew where that was going. This week we are sponsored by Notion. Why do we love Notion? Because it
1: brings our ideas to life. It's like having access to tomorrow's tools today by combining all our research scripts and notes into one simple space with the added power of AI
2: built right inside, not a separate AI tool or browser tab. Try Notion for free when you go to Notion.com slash club.
1: That's all lowercase letters, Notion.com
2: slash selfcareclub and start turning ideas
1: into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show.
0: Notion.com slash selfcareclub. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. So, okay,
2: so experiment one, big tick, I would say. Big tick. He was quite nice. He was quite a a debonair kind of Italian guy as well. I don't
1: really remember him, to be honest. I just remember the evening. I don't really remember him. Okay, so here's another voice note for you. Oh, my God, this vabbing thing. It It is a dangerous tool to have under your belt if you are not prepared for the possible repercussions. I've just vabbed. On my own at home and just plonked myself on the sofa of a Saturday afternoon. My husband has sidled over. I mean, he sits at, we have a very, very large sofa. He sits at one end, I sit at the other, never the twain shall meet. He literally sidled up to me. He was like, Move over. I was really suspicious. Why are you sitting on my side of the sofa? Oh, he wanted to sit on my side of the sofa, all right. What is going on? It's like bees to the honey. My God, bees to the honey. I'm
2: absolutely gobsmacked. I'm gobsmacked. But T- to add to that, are you ovulating yes, at the same time? I was time? about to say I was ovulating because you always say that he sniffs oh around. My
1: God, why have I got so many children? It's like, <laughs> and he and he never knows. But it's like it's like a dog on heat yeah. I am ovulating and he is
2: literally that's incredible I love that
1: un, it is biology at its finest I mean if I wanted to have 12 children it would be no problem because <laughs> it would just be happening so yes I was ovulating so I, I I don't know if it was that as well
2: okay so was it just the two times you've no, I did it again okay come on then <laughs> I don't have a voice note. Okay, <laughs> um, I <laughs> just went, get this.
1: I went. Over to, to, okay, course. I went to town. I was alone. I vabbed, and I thought I'm just going to see like if anything happens. And I did do the tube, and I was in loads of shops, and I was load loads of places, and nothing had happened all day. And then I was in a newsagent in Mayfair, and there was. Um, a kid in there, not, I wasn't with my children who, I don't know, the mother must have been outside or the father must have been outside. And in the newsagent with me, it was quite a small newsagent, was a group of, I'm going to say boys because they were quite young. They were like early twenties, obviously ready to go on a night out. And one of them turned around to me and said, what a beautiful mother you are. <gasps> and I turned around and went, that's not my child. And then I left the newsagent's.
2: Oh. Do normally uh, 20-year-old men come up to you and tell you how beautiful yeah. you are? No, they do not. So you think that was purely the vabbing? I don't know
1: what the fuck it was. Maybe he was
2: stoned. Maybe
1: he'd spent the whole afternoon like drinking in Soho.
2: Well, it sounds like all three times that you have you had very strong reactions. But I was really cross with the last one. I was like, I wanted... because he used the word mother.
1: Well, no, because I wanted to say to him, I'm old enough to be your mother. Don't you be flirting with me in a news agent, you whippersnapper. Even though I'm doing an
2: experiment for my show and this is actually really good content. <laughs> and if I told you that I had my own vaginal secretion smeared behind my ears, what would you say to that? A, <laughs> <Hey, hey>, A,
1: <laughs> chat. Reagan, Go tell that to your friends. <laughs> I, Regan, need to tell all his friends. I chatted this woman up in the news agent, and she told me, About
2: vaginal secretions. (sighs) Oh, did you want to tell him? Yeah. Just to shock him. Just to shock him. Is that the last time you've abbed? That's the last. Put me out of my misery. That's the last time I've abbed. Okay. Okay. So now it's my go. Yeah. The moment that I've been dreading for about 12 months. Yeah. Here we go. Right. I've got lots of voices. Oh, good look, this is a nightmare. This is like my idea of hell. This is worse than the vaginal steaming or the pelvic floor trainer or, oh my God, if I think back to how much I struggle with the menstrual cup, would I only dream of doing the menstrual cup this week? This is, I am so caught up in what will people think that I am struggling to see even the point. I know the point. I know the point. I know we're trying to debunk that vaginas are not disgusting i know what we're doing i know that we're trying to normalize that women have vaginas and they smell of how they smell and that's okay and we shouldn't all be disgusted by it but do i need to smear it all over my fucking neck and face no i don't and i just i can't i just i can't i just can't today i just can't i can't i won't I can't i won't i can't i won't
0: Okay, So it
2: started out really well. a a strong start. (laughs) Really strong start. Yeah, so that was the first day. Okay, I'm still struggling. I'm still struggling to do it. I'm still struggling to want to do it. I'm still struggling that this episode is going to go out into the big wide world and that people can listen to it whenever they want for years to come. This is not an easy week. And I know that Lauren's going to be all like pheromoned up to her eyeballs and she'll be like all glowing in her radiance of her own vagina and good for her. But this is just, this is such an edge for me. She's told me I need to lean into the discomfort. So I am trying to, but okay, I'm not trying to. I'm just sitting here thinking about how gross it is. I mean, I was like, I was doing my own head in. I was doing my own head. I've never had such a strong resistance to any practice we've tried. Now, how many have we done? Over 80? I don't yeah. know. Never, never.
1: It's funny because I remember the first one we did, which maybe was the menstrual cups, and you said, oh, my vagina doesn't get a lot of airtime. And I kept thinking about that. I kept thinking about that. It's
2: getting airtime this week. <laughs> it's had a lot more airtime than yeah. it ever used to. Since, since I met you, it's had a lot more airtime. Okay, we're still going okay we're not a novelty act lauren we're not a novelty act we do self-care we do proper self-care we we really talk about the intricacies of self-care and we delve deep into what self-care is and how we can feel better about ourselves within our own skin and this is not making me feel better this is pushing me out into a zone i am not comfortable going in i don't want to be smearing myself over my smell oh, over my i can't even say it i can't even say it Oh, I'm so pissed off with you this week. (laughs) Why are you being such a big baby? Just couldn't get my fucking head around it. I just, you know, look, for the people that are sitting here thinking, why would you do that? I'm just keeping it very real. This is what, this is my experience of vabbing. Okay? I've got two more days left of this practice and I still haven't done it. This is... The perineum sunning all over again. I just don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I really just I don't want to. You don't want to. <laughs> anyway, then I knew we were recording it today. Yeah. And I had <sighs> to put my big curl pants on or take, take them off. Them off. <laughs> I'll take them off. Anyway, I went on a, I just went out for a quick bite to eat with my husband last night Okay, and I was actually feeling great because I had my favourite jumpsuit on and we were. it was a local sushi, it was nothing and we sat down at the table and as I walked in, I noticed a couple of people because I was wearing a very sort of out there outfit and I noticed a couple of people look at the outfit and I thought, if I'm ever going to do this it, it's now or never, I'm with my husband, this is safe, you know mm. and so I went to the loo
1: <gasps> yes! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry Adam and I vabbed okay why well, I... are you sorry he's seen your vagina before well I wasn't showing it to him at the I dinner table in the, the middle of, you... of the sushi restaurant he's probably the person most familiar with it yes. next to you that would be true yeah. anyway we sat we had dinner I nothing happened nothing I had, va- I had vabbed nothing happened the world did not stop turning no. there were no 19 year olds humping my leg no. all was okay okay did, he, I... did you tell him no, I still haven't told him. So I think this is a good way to break it. <laughs> okay. Don't you? Yeah. Anyway, Yeah. we went home.
0: Yeah.
2: No, don't, don't get excited. Okay. Okay? okay, we went home. And then I had to, we did a heads or tails of who was going to go and pick the kids up. Oh. Right? Yeah. And so I had to go and pick the kids up. And all of a sudden, my kids were up at the synagogue doing a cinema night. Right? Mm. And I suddenly realized as I was stood outside the cinema and uh, stood outside the synagogue, that and I pressed the bell and there were about four or five parents come to pick their kids up. And as I was walking into the synagogue, I thought, I'm vabbing in a synagogue. You are vabbing in a place of worship. I am vabbing mm. in a synagogue. I love it. I mean the rabbi was not there. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. And as I stood in the synagogue, mm. I have never felt more aware of my <laughs> vagina. <laughs> right? That's
1: amazing.
2: I was fucking mortified and I could not wait to get home and have a shower okay I just
1: you took it to a whole new level
2: that's amazing I I I I, I vabbed in the place of worship okay you are happy now muzzle (laughs) top anyway I then thought okay I need to try this again yeah so I went to last week we did take yourself out on a date Right. Now, the bit that I didn't mention last week is that I went to Barry's boot camp for my day. I mentioned that. But what I didn't mention is that I actually vabbed <gasps> in Barry's. Oh. Yeah. Because I thought, I don't know anyone. Yeah. I can do this anonymously, yeah. even though I'm now telling all of our clubbers. Yeah. And this piece of audio is going to be out there forevermore. Right. I did it. You did it knowing that you were about to do an hour of full exercise. I love it. I, I thought that was the best way to do yeah. it. Anyway, yeah. so I come out the changing room. I put my bag away and everything else. They knew I was new. This goddess of a 25-year-old, six-foot-tall, beautiful man comes up to me and says, Nicole? I said, yes. He said, come with me.
0: you're like, it's worked! It's worked!
2: he started taking me through I was the only person in this big red room they call it of Barry's me and the trainer and he's talking me through how the treadmills work and where I get my weights from he's just basically telling me he was so lovely and he was so beautiful and all I could think was you poor man I have and you smell my vagina <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway anyway <laughs> The class then started. It was a pretty normal standard class of Barry's. He was very attentive, but I think it was because I was the first timer there. I don't think it's because I've abbed. I I really, really don't. I'd love to tell you this beautiful 25 year old or however old he is was coming on to me because he was totally drawn to my scent. I mean, I would love to think that that was true, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Anyway, I then came home, I had a shower, I had been running around all day. And then I went to get myself a bit of lunch. And as I walked in, the manager, I was just standing there minding my own business, queuing up. He starts, he comes up and starts talking to me. Oh, hello. Yeah, this Israeli guy. He's like, Are you waiting for takeaway or you want to sit? I said, I'm waiting for a takeaway. He's like, Okay. He said, What are you gonna have? Oh. He like started a whole conversation. Hello? Yeah. Hello. Hmm. And he was just fluttering around what can i say he was fluttering around and then he was just thank you so much i hope you enjoy your lunch have a great day and i was like i need to get the fuck out of here now
1: Uh uh-huh uh-huh
2: so that is my vabbing week Mm, 24 hours
1: well you still did it you did it more than once and you did it in more than one location so i am very proud of you and i'm giving you an a. Oh
2: thank you. You obviously get an A plus, but you were always going to get an A plus. I'd already mark, I'd already given you your mark before you'd come in.
1: Well, I think that we should make the point before we summarize. And I think this is only fair to say that I have spent 15 years in the vagina business. Vaginas are my life. Yeah. I see them
2: all the time. It's like when people come into my salon and like I'm so sorry my hair is filthy. Like mm. I just don't care. Mm. So someone would feel really embarrassed mm. and shameful about that, but mm. for me it's like it is so water off a duck's back, mm. makes no difference to me. Right.
1: In the it's, same yeah, in the same way that women be like, oh, I'm really sorry because the baby came early, I didn't have time to wax. I'm like, oh uh, my god, they don't. Oh, e- pretty much every woman apologizes for the state of their pubic hair. I don't know, I don't even register anymore right so but as a whole in a kind of in a rounded way to me the vagina literally it is a incredible magical life-giving bit of
2: anatomy does that mean that it has to be used as a scent
1: it doesn't but what i mean is i feel no shame disgust i feel nothing negative about vaginas because i I spend my working life seeing
2: what that one little bit of your body can do. And it's fucking amazing. It is amazing. I I agree with you on all those fronts. And I think it's really important that they're not seen as disgusting and that the way that we smell is... You know, it was okay for men to walk around with a handkerchief under their armpit all those years ago. That's okay. That's considered sexy. But God forbid a woman smells a vagina. I do get all of that. I just... There is something about this that feels very out there and very, I don't want to use the word wrong. It just, it just feels very brazen.
1: It does feel brazen and bold. And I think that's why it's such an important practice because there is such a stigma still about this for so many women that there's something wrong with the fact that, a vagina has a normal scent or any scent or even to be kind of daring enough to do something that sounds so crazy. Yeah, And maybe we've just been doing this podcast such a long time that it doesn't even sound so crazy to me. It does.
2: It it does. It does. It does.
1: It does. Did you tell your husband you were doing it? I've been talking about this for a really long time
2: with him and he was... pretty nonplussed about it. Do you think that's because he's your husband and he's just used to hearing you talk about vaginas? Mm, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, because my husband was not nonplussed about it. No, he had
1: quite a reaction yeah. when we were talking yeah. to him about it a few months ago, like a quite a strong, yeah. rea- visceral reaction to it. He did. And he was like, it's the equivalent of me putting my hands on my balls after I've been to the gym and wiping that on me. I was like, well...
2: Oh, I don't know. Is it the same? Well, I did say to him, we had a whole chat about it. And I said to him, I'm not, he said, well, are you going to shower first? I said, I'm not going to like go to the gym, be like totally stinking, having not washed and then stick it all over my face. Like I just, that's just not going to happen. I will Mm. do it in as discreet a way as possible.
1: Mm. Also, can we just say we didn't smear it. (laughs) Well, I don't know about you.
2: (laughs) You, There's a lot of, I didn't.
1: There's a lot of smearing (laughs) on my face. (laughs) I, I did not do that. I literally just put dab behind each ear and on my wrists as if I was wearing perfume. Yes, I did the same. Okay, good. I just think, yes, okay, it's a bit bold. It's a bit out there. It's a bit, I, I want to use the word naughty, even though it is not naughty, but I just feel it's important. Feel okay about it. Let's summarise. Okay. What did you learn? I learned that... Uh, sometimes there's a little part of me that quite enjoys doing something a little bit subversive and I find it quite fun. And I found it quite fun sitting in that restaurant when you so clearly noticed that something was going on and that was not unconscious bias because you did not know that I was doing
2: no. it. No, no, I had no idea. I had no idea. No, it's true. I, I like the idea of being naughty and doing something a bit rebellious and I liked having that little secret yeah with myself like when the guy comes up to me and like I know something that he doesn't know and we he to him he's having a normal conversation but he doesn't realize what's actually in the space between the two of us so that was kind of that was quite empowering mm. it wasn't so empowering when I stepped into the synagogue like I didn't I was no. that that wasn't very comfortable with no. No. no I don't think the rabbi needs to be I, he just doesn't need to be exposed to shit Like this,
1: <laughs> but what do you think about the theory of like? Do you think it it was a pheromone thing, or do you think that you and I did exude something of that? Hello, we're being a little bit
2: naughty today. Yes, totally. And I think that just comes down to self confidence. I think that's what it is. It just gives you a little extra boost, like when you're wearing a fabulous outfit, or you're wearing, you know, your makeups on point, or you just feel really good about yourself. I think it just taps into that. I think if you're single and you are on the pull, for want of a better phrase, then this would be a very interesting experiment. But you and I weren't doing that. We weren't putting ourselves in a in a scenario where we were going to get a snog during the evening. Well, I, my, my husband certainly, certainly worked on him. <laughs> my husband did not notice.
1: He did not notice. But I think if we have got clubbers out there who are dating or maybe want to put a bit of pep in their relationship or are out there looking, I just think, why would you not give this a go on a
2: night out? Give it a go. What is the worst that can happen? Like, give it a go. Well, the worst thing that can happen is you get all these horny 18-year-olds humping your leg that you don't want around you. That's and the you worst thing. Bat them off like the boy in the news agent. You swat them off like a fly. <laughs> Unless they call you mother. That's even worse. So you're going to recommend this to your clients?
1: Um... I don't think pregnant women need to be going about... I think they've already had... The, it's already had the desired effect. Yeah. Okay. Biology-wise.
2: I'm not recommending this to my clients. You're not? No, I'm not. I don't know.
1: What if you had a woman who was really underconfident, who let's say she was divorced and she was going back out dating for the first time and she said, I just feel I have like... other
2: techniques in my tool bag. Thank you so much. You wouldn't chuck it in? Nah. What I am
1: fascinated to hear, fascinated to hear is how the clubbers are going to respond to this in
2: the epilogue show. (laughs) Are we really putting this out there? Yeah. We're actually really really going to upload this podcast. Our clubbers are not
1: judgy. They're open-minded, cool women, and they will understand why we did this.
2: Well well why I was forced to do this. Why you were forced to do this and why I forced you into doing this. I just want to say that all the practices that you are so against, mm. like I get you to high five in a fucking mirror. Yeah. Okay? You I get me to exercise
1: in a gym for a month. A
2: month. Oh all right, okay. Okay, okay. You okay. Okay. But this was this was different. Do you think it was good for you in any way? Did you get anything good out of it? I think it's always good to push yourself outside your comfort zone. I think it's always good to find your edge, as we say very often, and to, as you said, lean into that and lean into what's going on. Mine is still, I guess the learning is still ongoing. Now, the big question. Mm. Go and you ask it. Is it coming in the club? No. No? No, I don't think it's coming in the club. I mean, look, if a woman wants to go and vab and do whatever she wants, and that's up to her. I'm not gonna tell people how they can behave in the club, but it's not a it's not a fast rule to come in the club. You don't have to vab to come in the club.
1: You definitely do not have to vab to come in the club. But if you are feeling it
2: and you wanna vab and come in the club, you are welcome to. I'll be honest, I think you can get the same confidence and boost from a great bloody blow dry than you Oh I thought you were gonna say something <laughs> something else entirely there. No, I'm serious. The way I see women come into my salon before I've done the hair to after it's it's a similar transformation. It just gives you a boost and I'm all for that. I just think there's a million other ways of doing it rather than you know, sticking your vagina out there for all to smell.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> I think we'll leave it there. You know, we haven't recorded this show in the studio as we normally do. We've actually recorded it in my house because we wanted privacy. Yeah, even though it's going out. Nicole wants
1: privacy, and yet it's out there on Apple iTunes. So (laughs) I mean, it's 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 an illusion of privacy, but I've given it to her.
2: Thank you so much for listening. I hope that's been an interesting show. I'm totally mortified. Um, Come and tune in to more talk about babbing on Friday's show. Come send us an email if you want to be in touch. Hello at selfcareclub.co.uk or find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod and we will see you Friday.
1: Bye-bye.